Here we go. Guys, we made it. We fucking made it. It's 2021. We've got through that fucking year of 2020. Congrats. I know this year's coming in guns blazing, but you made it through COVID. We're in the middle of it still, but you made it through the COVID year. You know what? There's light at the end of the tunnel. I hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful new year, uh, Christmas, everything. Um, right now, it's just me. Cam's going to come on later. This is your co-host, Groobs. Um, we're just going to have a little chat here for a little bit, guys. We're going to talk about my New Year's. We're going to talk about everything going on in the world a little bit. You know, there's a bunch of shit, especially in sports. Um, playoffs are this weekend. We've got college national championship on Monday. It's a great weekend for football. Um, we had some trades in baseball. We got some internet stories to talk about. Should be a fun episode. But guys, congratulations. Congratulations, you made it to 2021. You know what? I truly believe this year is going to be a great year for all of us. I 100% believe that in my heart of hearts, this year is going to be better. Last year, I said around this time, I said this year, or 2020 was going to be the year of BDE. Obviously, that didn't work out. Uh, COVID kind of, you know, screwed that one up. But this year, this is going to be a good one. I know we're off to a rocky start right now with things that happened yesterday on the 6th up in D.C. But you know what? You guys didn't come here to listen to me talk about that. You came here to use me and use Cam as an escape. So that's what we're going to do. Because guess what? My opinions about all that isn't going to change your opinion. I'm not super, super smart. I don't care about politics. All politics do is divide us. So we're not going to talk about it. It's stupid. And that's what we're going to leave it at. So let's have a great fucking episode. And we're going to have just a lot of fun tonight, guys. Because this, this is the first episode of 2021. So let's get after it, you know? Let's have a silly goose time and have an incredible episode. Last year was fucking wild. So much shit got thrown at us, and you know what? We You, you roll with the punches, you know, you, you duck and dive, you do what you got to do, the 5Ds of dodgeball. But here we are. Like I said at the beginning, we made it, guys. Pat yourselves on the back because you made it. If you're listening to this, you already know all our thoughts, opinions of everything that's gone on in the last year. And you know what? Thank you for listening, first off. But you know what? This year, we're going to get after it. Cam's going to make it in music. This thing's going to blow up even more. We're going to do some shit. We're going to do a lot more traveling. We're going to do... It's just going to be a great year for not just me, not just Cam, but you guys, everything you guys want, just wake up every day, set a goal, get after it. That's what we're doing in 2021 here at BDE. We're setting goals. We're fucking knocking through ceilings. We're doing everything we can because you know what? Fuck last year. Last year sucked. We were trapped in our homes for months. We couldn't go see friends and family because we were afraid of something just absolutely ridiculous. So we, we technically lost nine, nine months of our lives. Hopefully, hopefully you made the best of it. I know, I mean, look at Elon Musk, for example, for us in that story of the week. Um, Elon Musk now is the richest man in the world, making over $150 billion last year. So... There's things you can do. There's things you can do even during COVID times, even when you're locked in your house. Granted, he has a ton of money to be able to do that. So it makes it a little easier, but you could start still do all the things, any any goals, dreams, anything, any anything you want to do, you can still do it. And you know what? This is when you're going to do it. I'm telling you right here, right now, because there's no point in just sitting around and just being, oh, poor me. There's no reason for it. Not at all. I really do think this year is going to turn around. It's going to be a lot different. We're going to get eventually to a sense of normalcy. 
Um, we will eventually get into full stadiums and everything and whatnot, and maybe not in the near future. Maybe it might take six, nine months whenever we can get as much of this vaccine out as we can. But we will get there. We will keep powering through, and it's going to be a great year. It's going to be a great year. So let's get into this week. Let's talk a little sports real quick like we always do. Um, as mentioned, we have the NFL playoffs. I will be calling Cam at the end of the podcast to get his picks and his thoughts and opinions of everything going on. Um, it should be kind of interesting to see what he says, of course, but let's talk a little playoffs. Let's look at the matchups and see what we got this week. Um, starting on Saturday, we have Saturday NFL football, guys. Um, it's very exciting. It's one of the few Saturdays that we've had since uh, so late September without college football. It's kind of sad. Don't get me wrong. This year was kind of weird for all of us, but it's a little sad that college football is done. Um, Saturday, 1 o'clock, very interesting matchup. I'm really looking forward to this one because one team is just absolutely rolling. I mean, what Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are doing up there in Buffalo is absolutely awesome. Who would have thought when this guy came out, you know, small, small school guy, nobody really heard of him, only had one offer, freaking comes in out of nowhere. And light is lighting the world on fire right now. They are a hot team going at the right time. And they're playing the Colts in Buffalo. Now, granted, there's only going to be 6,700 fans in the stands. And they are petitioning over hundreds of thousands of them. Uh, petitioning for Andrew Cuomo to not be there. So congrats to you guys. That's a good call because he does not deserve to be there. Talking about a guy who patted himself on the back and for his quote-unquote response to the coronavirus and wrote a book about it. So, um, And now he's trying to allow sports gambling but do it through the lottery so the state can profit off, profit off of it instead of the sports book who you know, already have established networks in New Jersey. So it would just make more sense for them to be able to cross, the, cross a bridge into Manhattan, set up buildings there, and start doing their sports books from there. Um, it makes no sense to me, but whatever. Moving forward back into the Bills. They're just a good team. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley. I mean, they're good. The defense is nasty. They're a hot team at the right time. Um, spread six and a half. It's hard not to go with Buffalo here, but you're going against... Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, um, the animal on defense, Phillip Rivers on offense. I mean, will Phillip do it? Probably not, but it's still a good game because that Colts defense is one of the best in the league. They will give up some yards, but they can make some damn plays. Darius Leonard, he he's a monster. He's the one I just called the animal, but – Jesus, he is he is a sack machine. He is a tackling machine, and they they get takeaways and timely plays all the time. Um, it's just all predicates on what they can do on offense and if they can get that passing game going, and if Jonathan Taylor can stay hot. Um, it's a great matchup. It's a great way to start super super wild card weekend is what they're calling it. So I, I'm really looking forward to that game and can't wait to watch it. Next game is the Rams and Seattle. This one, it was going to be, I was going to completely lean Seattle. Um, Seattle is looking good too as well, but the Rams are, they have a championship defense, right? That's what everybody says. Defense is damn good. I mean, you got Aaron Donald over there. Leonard Floyd, good God, he's got a $1.2 million incentive check for getting, I think it was 10 sacks. So good for him. That's a Georgia, That's a damn good dog right there. Um, but it all depends on golf. Goff got hurt. Um, I think it was two weeks ago, hurt his thumb. He had to pop his thumb back in during the game and he just didn't look right. And Wolf drum or wool drum or whatever his name was a little, little weird guy. I mean, spry little, he, he went in there and bald. I mean, not bald, but he did decent. He got some takeaways, got a pick six. Um, I think his defense might even got him a safety as well. 
They won like 18 to 5, which was a absolutely weird score. So, but they're in the playoffs. Th- crazy things happen in the playoffs. Goff is practicing. So I I'm leaning. Uh, I'm I'm leaning. I, I wanna I actually kind of want to take the Rams here in this situation. It's a three and a half spread for Seattle. Um, I, re, I, I just don't know. I just haven't really trusted Seattle all year, but it is Russell Wilson. So going to be a good game and it's in Seattle. No fans, of course, but it's still going to be in Seattle, which is still an advantage because the Rams play indoors. Um, eight fifteen Saturday night game. Pretty interesting game, especially after what Chase Young said about Brady coming off the field saying he wants him. Know how that goes. Same way when you say we want Bama, you don't want either of those two guys. You don't want you don't want to piss you don't want to poke the bear. You don't want to piss off Brady. You don't want to piss off Saban. So Tampa Bay versus the Red Washington football team. I had to catch myself there. They're not the Redskins anymore. It's the Washington football team. My bad. Eight point spread, not shocking here. Opened at seven and a half. See that see a little line movement there. Uh, Washington's D line is sick. Alex Smith, I mean, comeback player of the year. This guy, he's he's got a th- hamstring for a calf. Okay, he has a hamstring for a calf. His whole leg brace is made into a trophy at his house now by his wife. That's how damn big it was. We're not talking talking a little thing. It looks like a lumb- a Lombardi trophy. It literally looks like a Lombardi trophy. I don't know if they have enough to get after Tom. It's just interesting that they got in. Um, I know they're seven and nine. Probably shouldn't be there. I mean, by probably they hundred percent shouldn't be there when you got 10, 10 win teams not in the in the playoffs. It's absolutely crazy. But Chase Young running off the field saying, "I want Tom." I want Brady. Let's go. You can't. You are poking a fucking bear, my friend. Now you are nasty. You are a rookie, though. Watch what you wish for, there, bud. But if they can get home on Brady, they can mess some things up. But their role, Brady and them are hot as well. Mike Evans did get banged up last week. He is back. He is practicing, so he is healthy. So that is an advantage on their side. Especially with all the weapons with Godwin, with Brown, with Ronald Jones, uh, Fernet. Gronk seems to be coming along at the right damn time, as always. So Brady and Gronk got that connection going right now. It's hard to go against Tampa here with minus eight. Hard to go against that because they are just rolling. And to be completely honest, they're the superior team here. By far the superior team. Now, how far will Tampa go in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know. Because I love what this man, Aaron Rodgers, he is a bad, bad man. He is a rolling right now. He is in a good mood. And he is probably going to win him a damn Super Bowl because he is the MVP. And they are just a rolling right now. That being said, it's probably going to be them and I want to say, hmm, I'm not sure. Probably Tampa in the NFC Championship. I'm calling that now. All right, next game on Sunday, one o'clock. You got Baltimore and Tennessee. This is a close, close game. Minus three spread. Opened at four and a half. So there's a little, little line down for some Tennessee money there. Um, Tennessee is the underdog. Not too shocking, but it's the same Tennessee team that beat the crap out of them last year. Um, the Baltimore is another team that's hot right now. You know, that's the thing is coming into the playoffs. You got to be hitting on all cylinders, and they seem to be doing that. They seem to have refound their identity that got them to where they were last year. Got Lamar his MVP. There, it, it's not that he has found that connection where they're running the ball more with him and still finding Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. So it's going to be probably a shootout. Um, I, I can see this being a high scoring game because like I said, 
Baltimore's rolling right now. It's a over-under set at 54 and a half. It's not too shocking. It's not super, super high. It's not the highest thing you'll see this entire playoffs, to be honest with you, but it's a high line. I see I see a lot of points here because you get Derek, Tractor, Cedo, Henry going. It's going to be a long day for Baltimore. You saw what Nick Chubb and Kareem, Kareem Hunt did to them few weeks ago and that was Cleveland god dang Cleveland and if you can get tan if Tannehill gets going too oh boy we've seen Tennessee do this year uh, do that this year against Baltimore so do not be shocked if they do it again here um you can see there's a there's a value in Tennessee as well but Baltimore is rolling so just take who you want to believe in you ride the hot team you ride the team that's Done it in the in the regular season against Baltimore. It's your choice. Um, great game, great matchup. Um, next game we got at four o'clock. We got Chicago versus, versus New Orleans. This is another interesting one here because Chicago was able to back in to the playoffs the way they did. I'm talking about a team that started five and one for God's sake, went on to lose I think four or five straight, maybe even more. But they made the playoffs. They're in. They got a nasty defense. Can Mitch, who has done better, I will give him credit. He has done better here at the end of this last stretch of the last games since he's came back. He has been better. They're moving him out of the pocket, getting him on the run and throwing the ball. That's what he's good at. Outside of that, it's it's this is Saints rolling. Saints rolling here. Spread uh, the spread opened at minus eight. Now it's up to minus ten. So you can see the money there is coming in on New Orleans. So can Drew Brees with his noodle arm keep it going? Um, is this his last game in New Orleans? We shall see. And our last game. This is the what I want. I'm going to coin as the COVID Cleveland Bowl. Cleveland Pittsburgh couple stories we need to touch on before we get into the game. Coach Kevin Stefanski of the Browns has the cocoa. He has the vid, the the Rona, as well as their offensive co- or coordinator. So their quarterback coach is having to call plays, as well as one of their starting safeties and multiple other guys are on the cocoa list. And the thing about the Coco list now, you might not just miss one game. You're probably going to, if you win, they're probably going to miss the second one too. Because the league now has a new rule that if you come down with the Coco or you get contact tracing, you're out for 10 days. 10 days, 10 full ass days. There's no coming back no matter what. 10 days. Doesn't matter if you test negative on day five, six, seven, eight. Nope. You're sitting nine and ten, buddy. So Kevin Stefanski won't be there. Pittsburgh's getting all their guys back. They just played last week. Literally a week ago, these two teams played. How we let that happen in the playoffs in round one is wild. But it's how the seeding worked out. Pittsburgh gets all their team back. Last week they beat they lost by two. Because they couldn't convert on a uh, two-point conversion because Mason Rudolph sucks. But they they still almost beat a full fully powered Cleveland team. This is going to be a runaway Pittsburgh Steelers as long as they continue to play the football like they have played the football here of late. Because there for a while when they lost those games, they looked like a very, very bad team. And if Cleveland was at full strength playing that team, oh, oh, blow out Cleveland. Now, I will say Cleveland does better. By Cleveland, I say Baker Mayfield in that offense does better when they hand the damn ball off to Nick Chubb. Stop taking him out of the out in the fourth quarter for Kareem Hunt. When you're running the ball, Give it to Chubb. He's a better runner. 
Kareem is a good out-of-the-backfield catch a pass and go out in the open field back. Chubb is your guy between the tackles. Give the ball to him, and you will have success because then you can hit the play action over the top to Higby, to Landry, to uh, Austin Hooper, to Denjoku. Hell, you can do a two-back set and have Kareem line up in the slot, you know? So I, I just think they roll better when Chubb is doing his thing and Chubb always does his thing. It does not matter. He is one of the, He's probably the number two back behind Derrick Henry, in my opinion, in the league. And then Dalvin Cook, who RIP the, uh, to James and Dalvin's dad. He passed away. James sat out um, last week of the Peach Bowl, as well as Dalvin sitting out there last game up there in Minnesota. So RIP to Mr. Cook. Um, that's the slate in games. Let's quickly talk about the, uh, college football playoffs. Woo. Ohio state. Good Lord. Justin Fields. Am I mad? You ain't a Georgia bulldog right now. Boy got He got speared straight in, straight in the kidney, straight in the kidney. And anybody that tries to defend Skalski for that hit, the boy's head was 100% parallel. He was staring at the fucking ground and went straight into his back. Did Justin Fields spin into his back? Yes, but he should have his damn head up because then it's not a spear. You're taught when you're a little kid not the fucking spear because you're going to break your damn neck or you're going to hurt somebody like you just did the Fields. You're going to break your damn neck doing that shit just like Ryan Shazier did. It's exactly how he broke his neck, and he's he is now finally walking again. But he's got and shout out to him because that's incredible what he was, what he has done since then. Because he was fully par- paralyzed, like he wasn't. There was no potential for him not to be able to walk again because lead with his head and freaking messed up his neck. No, broke his neck. You can't be going in there like that. That being said, as one of the grittiest performances I've ever seen. From a dude that's gotten hit and is clearly in pain. Granted, he had all the adrenaline running up until halftime. When he came back, it was a question of whether or not he'd be stiff. He'd be in more pain. All that adrenaline ran off. Would he still be able to do it? Yes. The answer is fucking yes. The dude was just locked in saying, fuck you, Trevor. I'm better than you. We've been doing this for years since high school. We've been battling out, seeing who's better. And you know what? Trevor got him last year. Justin got him this year with an incredible six-touchdown performance. My God, the guy was throwing lasers 50 yards downfield on a dime for touchdowns with bruised kidney slash ribs. Like what? I mean, it's one of the best performances I've ever seen from a guy. Now, did did he change his game up? He did change his game up when that happened. He wasn't running the ball as much. You saw it on the next play where he gets up, he he starts to run a little bit, and he just says, nope, I'm going to slide, and then the guy hits him, of course. Should have been a flag. I don't remember if it was or not. But, oh, man, that was a great performance. Now, can he duplicate that against Bama? Can he? I don't know. It's the first time I've seen him do something like that. We'll see. I, I mean, it'd be incredible if he did. It's going to be hard going against Devontae, Waddle, he's back, Mac Jones, Najee, Mechie, Billingsley. I know I'm forgetting somebody else because that team is just incredibly de- deep. Um, it's going to be hard to go against that offense. Uh, it's going to be hard to match him. Uh, I mean, the spread, it opened up at 7 for this national championship game on Monday. Um, and now it's up to 8 for Alabama, of course, because, you know, Bama is Bama. It's going to be hard to keep up with them. I could see this game being very much a Ole Miss game, if that makes sense. Very much the same kind of way. A um, couple interesting things I want to touch on real quick about about the Ohio State thing that was kind of cool to see. Um, I'm glad they won. Let me get that out now. I'm glad they won. and I'm not an Ohio State fan at all. Never liked them. Just never liked them. Never liked them, but glad they won because all the shit that Dabo Sweeney's hawked before that, woo, 
it was sweet to see him lose that way. It was sweet to see him lose. And seeing their defense just looking like kid, like chickens with their head cut, cut off, couldn't get set up before plays, it was it was a sight to see. You don't you don't expect to see that kind of stuff. And you know what? There a lot of talk before the week and the time ahead was about Clemson stealing signs. And guess what Ohio State did? They huddled up so they couldn't steal their signs. And it confused Clemson. Now, how much truth is in that? I'm not sure. Just what I've heard. It's what the rumors going around on the boards and whatnot. But there's got to be some merit to it because Clemson, how do you how are you not how are you not prepared? Trey Sermon still ran for all the yards. Fields through for all the yards. So how were you that unprepared? You had all that time. Were you just that cocky? Was Dabo that smug that they that he thought they would go in and just beat the brakes off of him? Hey, bud, you barely beat him last year. Probably shouldn't be that smug. And this team, I didn't even know. They probably see, I wish they would have touched on this at the beginning of the year that Ohio State came into this year saying, We're gonna beat the shit out of Clemson. This is a revenge tour for us against Clemson. Then you get Dabo ranking them number 11 in his coach finals co- uh, final regular season coaches poll because they didn't play enough games. There, There's a lot of talk of whether they should be in there just because they played six games. Hand in the air, I was one of those guys saying that. But were they one of the best four teams and did they deserve to be in there? Yes, because you can't punish the players in that sense. They didn't do anything wrong. They deserve to be there. Clearly, they're in a national championship. But there is something to be said that for rest and them being fresher than Clemson. But, good God, the way Clemson looked, they just didn't even look like they knew they were going to play the day before. It looked like they just got off the bus and said, who are we playing? Oh, shit. Here we go. And just didn't know what the hell they were doing. Simply put. Simply put. And I'm just barely going to touch on the Bama game. They beat the shit. They didn't beat the shit out of them. Um, Notre Dame ended up covering. So we would have done this podcast. I would have lost both bets because I would have bet on Clemson and I would have bet on Bama. And you know what? I would have lost both because Notre Dame somehow handled Bama in the second half. Now, how much of that was, you know, Sark coming off the gas a little bit? Probably. Probably didn't want to be, you know, too tired going into national championship. That being said, speaking of Sark, he is your new Texas football head coach. Are they back? No. Um, it's a blow to Alabama because the way he runs his offense has been incredible. Will they miss a beat? Depending on who they are, probably not. I know you're losing Smith and Waddle and Mac Jones and Najee, so that's a lot to replace. But the guys behind them are not bad. I fully expect to see Alabama in the SEC championship next year with Bryce Young at quarterback and Trey Sanders, and I don't know who else is behind Najee, so I just know Trey's there, and he did get in a car accident this year, so hopefully he comes back. But, yeah, I mean, Alabama, Sark going to Texas, that's a, I mean, good for him, you know, battling addiction and alcoholism and losing his job at USC because of it, doing going through the rehab program, as they call it, at Alabama, going and being the uh, play caller and offensive coordinator at the Falcons and coming back to Alabama and being the offensive coordinator there and just being st- – Stone cold dynamic with his with this uh, system that they run. It's been incredible to watch. It's been incredible to watch, and I'm in, I'm interested to see if he can win at Texas because nobody's been able to do it. I mean, Mac Brown was able to do it, and it took him some time there. It took him getting Vince Young. I know he got there with Colt McCoy, but they didn't win. Um, they didn't win that one. That was that was the start of the Saban era. That was the start of their run. But it, it good for him getting that job. It'll be interesting to see how it affects Alabama. I want to see who they hire. I really do. 
Um, speaking of some more coaches hires in the SEC, Will I want to say Will Barson? It was the Boise State head coach. He's taken over for old Gus Mousen over there at a over there at the barn at Auburn. I know some of you guys are pretty pretty excited for that. I know a lot of my friends, a lot of you guys that listen to this, have been calling for Gus's head for a few years now. Granted, he is one of the few that's been able to beat Saban, so we'll see if this guy can do it. Uh, he just hired Derek Mason, who also got fired at Vandy. We already talked about that. He is a great defensive coordinator, great defensive mind. That's a good hire. He also hired Mike Bobo as his offensive coordinator. Mike got his one year at South Carolina. Obviously, South Carolina hired Shane Beamer, which is a interesting hire. But Mike leaves there, goes to Auburn. Um, now we got to face him again next year, so that'll be interesting. Um, I mean, there's some stuff at Auburn. There's some guys in 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 the cupboard there for them. You still got Bigsby, who, as long as you don't run him into the ground like Gus was going to, the kid's going to be electric. Just don't run him into the ground. That's all you got to do. Uh, Bo Nix, if you can finally get him a quarterback coach, which you have Bobo now, that's a good hire for him. You can just calm him down, get him some protection. He can be a good quarterback. I don't know. I'm not sure about Seth Williams if he's going or not. I know Schwartz is gone. But there's some, I mean, it's Auburn. He'll be decent. Trying to think of anybody else that I've heard of off the top of my head. Oh, one more coaching rumor, and then we'll move forward. Urban Meyer. His name's popped back up. Everybody thought he was going to get the Texas job. He turned that one down. He is rumored. He is rumored to get the Jacksonville Jaguars head coaching job. Very interesting. There's not been a whole lot of success for the college guy jumping to the NFL. We'll see. This I'm I'm excited for it. He's going to get Trevor. He's got the number one pick. He's probably going to get a pick who his GM is because they haven't hired a new GM yet. So this, I mean, very interesting situation. Now, some people are going to tell you that he's going to try and uh, get Justin Fields in the number one pick. He ain't going to do that. No. he gonna, He's going to get Trevor. Trevor is by far and away the most talented quarterback in this draft and probably the most court, most talented quarterback to come out of a draft in the last probably, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Whenever Peyton came out, when, oh, so 20 years. So the guy in hell is more athletic than Peyton ever was. You know, the dude can run. He, I'll take that back. He's 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 like Andrew Luck. Let's say that. Now, if you if you don't want him to have a short career like Andrew Luck did, you get him some fucking protection. Okay? You you it would be great if they could trade away that pick and still get him and get, you know, two or three offensive linemen in the first, but obviously they can't do that, but Got to figure out a way to piece together an offensive line. Otherwise, otherwise the guys are just going to get destroyed. And hopefully, they can figure it out down there because they got Coughlin out. That was It's a very toxic, was a toxic environment, and that's why all those guys at the beginning of the season left or got traded because they did not want to be there anymore and play under Coughlin. So if Urban gets that, he's got to establish a culture. He's got to get it in there, find his guy, which his guy's going to be Trevor. Because come on, sorry Gardner, love the mustache. You're my guy, but you're going to be a backup, buddy. Sucks to say. Hell, you can go to Denver. Probably take the job from Drew Locke. He's a good guy. But Urban, best of luck to you, dude. Don't really like you, but be a hell of an experiment for you. If Saban couldn't do it, I don't know how you're going to do it. But hats off. Hopefully you get the job, and hopefully you have a little bit of success down there. Now, granted, you are in the in, in a pretty relatively hard division with the Titans being good and the Colts being good, but who knows what the Colts are going to do next year with Phillip Rivers. Who knows if he's going to even be their quarterback if they sign him again and 
they maybe they get Matty Stafford down. Maybe they get Carson Wentz. Maybe they get Sam Darnold. Who knows? Who knows what the Colts are going to end up doing at quarterback next year? Because Philip, you've been good. You've been good, but you ain't been that good recently. You're old. About time to hang it up and go hang with your a billion children. Just so many children. One more, one more little rumor that came out today. Deshaun Watson has been rumored that he might request a trade. Now, the Texans did just hire their new GM, and it would be a bold, is an understatement here, to trade away your franchise quarterback. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it, but you can't blame Deshaun for wanting to do that. Because... His career, all he's done is getting hit. And he's still putting up ridiculous numbers. He's still in the like in the top in the passing yards. And he's in the top of getting sacked every year. The guy's he's a damn good quarterback and he deserves better. And tell you what, oh also on that team deserves better. JJ freaking Watt. Now is he probably gonna get cut just to get rid of some of his cap, clear up some cap space? Probably. Which for him good go get with a guy go get with fucking Aaron Rodgers like I said earlier they're they're rolling he doesn't show any signs of slowing down so go get with a guy like that because you do deserve it you were so dominant sir for so many years so many years were you the one of the the guy in the NFL so go go reward yourself Go be with a guy. Same way with same thing with Stafford. Go be with a guy. Go get with a team. Go get with a coach. Team that's ready to win now. She ain't got much left in the tank. Now I could be wrong, but football seems to stack up very quickly when you're in your older ages. And by older ages, I mean just mid thirties. All the hits, they they compound. You know, it's a violent game. Very violent game. And you need to take advantage while you can. I know you love Houston down there, JJ, but it's about time to get out of there. About time to get out of there. So that that's about it when it comes to sports. Oh, the Mets traded for Lindor. Boom. That's it for sports. Uh, I'll call Cam here in a little bit, and we'll we'll get his picks. But let's talk about this year and the goals for me, you, Cameron. Let's talk about some goals. There's one goal, guys. It's just simply, simply be better. We're just going to be better all around humans. I know yesterday did not help at all, but it's time for us to just just to be better. You know, whether that's you're bettering yourself by cleaning up your habits, you know, setting goals for yourself. If you want to, you know, get a promotion at work, well, put in the work, put in overtime, do your thing, get some more education, get some more certifications, do what you need to do, talk to your boss to figure that out. If you, this year, you want to lose 20 pounds, Hell, 10 pounds, 5 pounds, whatever it is. Set up a goal. Write it down. Write it on a board so you see it every day. Write it on the mirror. You got to do stuff like that. You got to break the norm. Now, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to be one of these successful people that says, you got to wake up at 5 o'clock every day because they're they're the successful people. They wake up at 4 a.m. They don't worry about sleep. Don't listen to that shit. All right? One of these days, one of these people was going to come out and they're going to say, you know what? I slept to 10 o'clock today because you know what? I wanted to. I didn't want to wake up at 5 a.m. I wanted to sleep in. But set up a structure. Set up goals. 
be better. If you want to lose the weight, fix your diet. If you're not, if you are exercising, you're not seeing results. It's going to be diet related. Look at your diet and fix it. Go find something online. Follow that. Hell, there are apps now that you can buy programs you can buy off online that'll tell you what to do basically hell you can have meals pretty much fucking sent to you it's not that hard it's very very obtainable if you want to do it it just takes some damn discipline so if that's part of your goals then go do it so set up goals be better um relationships if you're you want to get in a relationship or if you want to work on your relationship, say with your family, your friends, whatever it is, then do it. Be a better human. It's time we, we set a what set aside the bullshits and just, you know, come together and be friends and respect one, one another. I think that's the biggest thing that we've learned over the last years. We don't respect each other at all. We can't, can't respect opinions and it's just why can't we have conversations anymore without you know calling each other names calling trying to cancel them it's bullshit so learn some respect and respect people's opinions because you know what people aren't going to live the same life that you live they have different experiences than you you all should know that we we talked about this back in the summer but still, respect one each, one another. Have an argument, but have it be civil. If you have, if you disagree on something, you don't have to call them a name. You say, you know what? We disagree to we agree to disagree. All right, just move on from there. I've watched friendships break over this crap because one person saw it one way, the other person saw it the other way. And they just couldn't be friends anymore because all they did was argue. It's like, guys, it's not that important. Certain things that y'all are arguing about are just dumb because guess what? You're not going to change that person's opinion and you're not going to change. He's not going to change yours or she's not going to change yours. All right. It's just, that's just how it is. People are set in their ways. Now, should you be more open-minded? Absolutely. And your thoughts and your opinions, they should grow. They should evolve into better things and you should be able to educate yourself and to learn these kinds of things, whatever it is, politics, religion, whatever. Everything should be grown, evolved into logical thought. And if you can't do that, then you're just running on emotions. You're going to sound pretty ignorant and it's just not a good combination. So I encourage you guys to start to learn learn to respect each other and love each other again. Because once we get out of this, once COVID is done and life is back to normal, it's going to be a fun time to live. Everybody says the roaring 20s, yes. I think it's going to be bigger than that. I think people are, I know personally, I'm going to start traveling more. And that's, that's pretty much the one thing I want to do is start traveling more. And I'm going to start that this year. This year, that's my goal. So, guys, I encourage you guys to learn something. Be better. Respect one each other, one another. And just be simply better. All right, let's go ahead and give Cam a call real quick. And we'll get these picks in for him real, real quick. Um, thank you, guys, if you're at this point. For listening to me for 45 minutes um i know i went on a rant i went on my old little thing about sports there for a while um just did my whole little thing there for a little bit too so thank you guys for listening um i don't really have any funny stories or anything like that for you today but hey i got some positivity um it's going to be a good year i 100 percent believe that so let's get into these picks real quick let me call cam all right guys yeah. as i mentioned I gave Cam a call. Cam, what's yeah. going on, dude? It's 2021. Dude, turn it up, bro. It looks like it's just 2020 expanded. But, <laughs> hey, part of it, you know? We're, we're rolling with the punches, dude. What have we been talking about today? 
Uh, I talked a lot about the playoffs. I pretty much just went on a rant of just be better, respect one each other, one another, and set goals and have a good year. I truly believe yep. this year is going to be better. I truly yep. do believe that in my heart of hearts. Yep. And that's pretty much it. I'm into that. I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I like that. Just, hey, just stay in your lane, you know? Yeah. You know, don't go, you know, storming the Capitol. Dude, don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> yeah, don't go chasing waterfalls. It's that simple. All right, dude. All right, so we're just doing – are we doing the uh, in national championship game, too? Yes, sir. We are. All right, bet. Let's start with the NFL and then go to the national championship. Yep. All right. I already kind of ran through all of these on my side, but I'll say them again for you to hear. Um, Saturday game, first game, one o'clock. The Colts versus Buffalo in Buffalo. Line is at six and a half. Okay. You want the over under as well? Uh, no, I'm looking at the lines. I actually got it at six right now, by the way. Okay, there we go. Um, you know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go over fifty one in this game. I can see over that. 51. Over fifty one is what I'm gonna do. Um but I can also not see that, you know? I hate the line, full disclosure. You hate six? I think it's going to be one of those games where it's like Bills are up 10 late and the Colts drive down and score a touchdown and then miss the onside kick and then the Bills win by three. You know? Yeah. So just take, I guess take the Colts plus six then. But also I could definitely see the Bills winning by 17. Oh, I know. That's what I was saying when uh, I was talking about it, is the Bills are hot right now. They're just fucking They're a good hot. Team. They are a great team. Who would have thought Josh Allen's going to do the way, doing what he's doing? Hell of a video came out today. He's out there, you know, twerking and shit. He's um, he's a, he's a stud, man. I just, I don't want to count out the Colts run game, dude, or the Colts run defense. Yep. Uh, that's, that's what's going to slow the game down. That's the reason I'm skeptical about the over, but I'm just as skeptical about the six, the points. So I'm just going to go over 51 and, and just hope it hits. You're just gonna simply root for football. I'm taking. That's right. I'm gonna take the. Good uh, yep. I hey, don't blame you there. I'm I'm gonna roll with the Bills minus six. Um, Not a bad play. I'm just gonna roll with it. I they're they're a hot team. Josh Allen's good. Um, I I'm just gonna roll with it. I mean, two the two experts that put that picked the game on my on my my application they're taking Bills minus six and a half. So fuck. I <laughs> know that's not good. Sports so line that. sucks. <laughs> the money line is a sixty-five grade value over over fifty-one is a forty-four grade value, and and plus six and a half for Indy is a forty-four grade value. So that's the reason I went over is because any C bets you just gotta bet the opposite. Fair, fair. Um, uh, what's the next one? Next one, four forty game, L.A. Rams versus the Seahawks. Rams Seahawks. Okay. Goff uh, Goff is practicing. I mean, I feel like it's a lock for minus three Seahawks. Really? Lock. See, I, I'm I'm going with the Rams here. I'm really? taking the points. I like their defense. I like Aaron Donald. And I, Thanks, Wendy. I It's hard to go against Donald and what Floyd's doing this year, too. That, that defense is a championship defense with Jalen Ramsey as well. They're a great defense, but they are a eight and eight offense. Yeah, it depends on whether or not they can get Cam Akers going and how healthy is Goff. Um, I was about, I'm pretty sure Cooper Cup's out. Is Cup out? Oh, doesn't sure he have the Coco? Yeah. Damn, yeah. Hmm. Isn't the head coach in the OC out? Who? That's the Browns. Oh, I already talked about it, yeah. Their freaking OC and their head coach are both out, and they're starting safe. one of their starting safeties is out and a few other guys. Yeah, needless to say, I put some real money on that game. But yeah. um, uh, I like to see Hawks minus three. I'm not going to bet against Russell Wilson. He's a motherfucking winner. And I refuse to – even though he's had a rough stretch in the midseason, he was in MVP shape. He was in, in, in peak condition in the first seven games, and he really, really, really turned it down for the next four or five. But um, I think he's right. He's kind of righted the ship. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play with three. It might be a push, but I think three's good. Yeah. I'm going to change my bet from plus three. I uh, didn't realize Cooper Cup was still out. That one kind of influenced yeah. me there. I'm going to change it to the under 42 Rams and Torius under team. That's why. Okay. That has been no a hit. hot bet. Hot bet this year. Um, next game, 8 o'clock. Very interesting one because 
some words that were said after last week. Tampa Bay versus the Washington football team. I love I loved it on my bet nap. It's the Washington Redskins, too. Um, <laughs> no, dude, I, I messed up earlier. It's like Washington Red and caught myself. I love it. I, um, I'm going to go. What do you have it at? I got an eight right now. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I got, um, I'm going to go over 44 and a half. I can see that. Um, that fully predicates on whether Alex Smith can do anything on offense though. That's the truth. That's the truth. But here's my thing. If they can't do anything on offense, the Bucks win big. If they can, it'll be a closer game, but the total hit. True. I mean, I think Tampa yeah. blows them out, but that really? D, uh, Chase Young and that D line though is filthy. Yeah, the Redskins are the Redskins defense is really good, man. Uh, yeah. It was funny to hear Chase Young call Brady out. Yeah, like he's, that's like what he's I was. Refer- that's exactly what I was referring to when I said some things were said last week. I, well, I wasn't an idiot, you know. Yeah, it's you, it's like when people call out, "We want Bama." You, you don't poke the bear. You don't poke Brady. You don't see any more we won't Bama signs. I know that. Mm-mm. No, you don't. Um, but, yeah, I got over 44 and a half. What's yours? That's actually a pretty good line. Um, I'm going to go with Tampa here, minus eight. Okay. I don't hate it. Yep. I could say win by, I could say by, win by two possessions. Yep. All right. I can do it. Sunday games, 1 o'clock. Baltimore versus Tennessee. What do you have it at? I got it at three right now. Yes, three on the dot. Okay. Um, Sunday? Sunday, 1 o'clock. Let me see. I like the over here, both teams. Um, it's weird because they're both teams that run the ball a lot, but they score just a ton. Baltimore's hot. Tennessee doesn't play defense usually. Last time they did play, Tennessee did win, so there's value on that. I still like the over here. Um, it's 54 and a half. Okay, yeah, now I'm looking at it. I, um, man. I think I'm going to go with the... Dude, that line's a good one. I like over. I'll take the over. I was going to go under, but then I looked at the, I looked at the weather, and it's going to be just cold and sunny. Yeah, I kind of view this game kind of like the... Uh, Browns game. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Both teams that usually run the ball really well but can throw the ball when they need to. That's the way I'm seeing it. There was a ton of points in that game for Baltimore and Browns. Kind of seeing the same thing here. Plus, Tennessee's been good of late. They're both 11 and 5. Yeah, I'll go over 54 and a half with you. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry's, you know, putting up 200 yards a game. So, (laughs) it's ridiculous. I don't hate it. Yep. I don't hate it. I like it better because like it. that's a close spread. You know, threes is these playoff games are kind of interesting. They're either really close or really big. Because this next one we got at four o'clock, Chicago versus Saints. I got it at ten right now. Yeah, Saints want to ten hammer it. Hammer it, yeah. I mean it's hammer. Trubisky versus Breeze and Kam- what Kamara's done is insane. Dude had six touchdowns, bro. He's a unit, bro. He's a unit. He single-handedly beat me in fantasy football in the championship because of that game. I know. I have money on it. Trust Un- me. Unreal. But yeah, Saints we were, minus 10. We were texting. Yeah. I, I literally said, you. yo, Kamara has five touchdowns. I know. And then he, he should have had seven. Yeah, that's um, that's nutty, bro. I like the Saints minus 10. I do, too. I, I, just, I know Chicago's got a good defense, but and Drew's arm is what it is, but... Well, the Saints can get after that quarterback. Oh, they'll get after Trubisky now. That's what I'm saying. They can get after the quarterback. I'm not. I'm not saying the Saints held Tampa Bay to three points at Tampa Bay. I know. Saints are so, good I mean, as long as the Saints uh, can play defense too, man. As long as they're they're hitting on cylinders on on the offensive side, their defense will keep it close. And no I think they, they cover that ten easily. I see 10. I see 10. I don't know about the overrun. That's dicey. The individual point total is interesting. They got Saints at 28 and a half. 10 total. Yeah. Yeah. And the Bears at 19 and a half as the number. Interesting. I don't see, I don't really see the Bears hitting that. Um, You never know, dude. Like these playoff games, dude. 
that's the cool thing about playing football, dude. It's just like, oh, it's a brand new season. You know, everybody's 0-0. Oh, I know. As long as you make it to the final, as long as you make it to the playoffs, you're 0-0. Yep, and this is when you have to have a good defense because that's when it comes an actual play. Or if I, like, uh, I like the Saints. They're in a dome. They don't have to deal with the weather. They're in their home territory. That's familiar. The Bears are not familiar with it. I don't even know the last time the Saints and the Bears played. Uh, so I like the Saints. Yep. Did you hear that Sean Payton wanted to quarantine 50,000 fans so they could be at the game? <laughs> no way. Yeah, obviously it didn't, did not work. But, yeah, he wanted to do that so they could have their home field advantage. That would been hilarious. Yep, it would. Um, Last game. I, I mean, this one we kind of already talked about. Cleveland versus Pittsburgh, 8 o'clock on Sunday. I can't believe it's only yeah. at 6. Yeah, 6 o'clock of the week, minus 6. I mean, what I was saying earlier was they almost won with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. And yep. like half their defense out. Yep. Dude, I'm telling you, Mike Tomlin's a coach and a half, bro. Oh, I know. He is, he is unreal. That guy's a stud of a coach. Now, if they can't play football like they kind of like they were doing down there at the end of the season, it might be a rough, tough sledding even against, you know, the quarterback coach being the play caller for Cleveland. That's true. That's true. That's true. I don't see it being hard, much higher than six, but I do see them. What I, all right, so what I see is it being close, being close, being close. They go up two possessions late yeah because they just they can't run the ball pittsburgh yeah they well, they can't and you can't put it in the hands of the most immobile quarterback in the history of quarterbacks and what they do now is they just the they take away the run game and they just throw quick screens and what they've done the last two weeks of the season is they decided to say fuck that with the ball downfield which good for yep. them because that's what's working well, you got playmakers on the outside. I mean, let them make a play, dude. Yep, and I'm pretty sure, if I remember from what remember watching the game last week, I, one of the corners is out with injury for Cleveland. Hayden, no, that's Steelers. Okay. The Steelers corner is out. I think Joe Hayden. Yeah. Well, he has. Does he have COVID? The COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the COVID. Uh, they, there was talks that they probably should try and push this one back, but no. I'm into it. Let them play. Yeah. I, same thing with this next one we're going to talk about, the national championship. Let them fucking play on the Monday. What, uh, what's the issue with that one? Uh, COVID with uh, Ohio State, but there's reports that that wasn't true. So, I mean, I got the line of eight. That's what I got it at, too. We 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 saying roll tide here. I'm gonna go over seventy five. You're gonna take that over. Yes, sir. You're Hammer. actually gonna take that over. Hammering over seventy five. Hammering. Now we'll preface. I I'm preface. Hey man, I know it's a lot of points. I get it. Ooh, that's a shit ton I'm of points. I'm just letting you know. Ohio State put up forty nine against Clemson. Oh, I know. I watched it. He had six over touchdowns. Over seventy five is a lot. It might be a hundred. I mean, I you know what I did say? I do see this being like the Alabama Ole Miss game. Uh, I'm seeing it look exactly like the last year's LSU-Alabama game. Yeah, just a shit ton of points. Just a, just a ridiculous amount of points. Over 75, dude, I'm telling you. See, here's my thing. That's the first time Ohio State's really looked like that this year, that dominant. Because they struggle with Northwestern. I mean, yes, they did what they did with Indiana, but their defense didn't look good. I'm interested to see the, how this one plays out. That's why I'm going to take Bama minus eight because they've done it for longer for all year and they've gotten better and they're getting Waddle back. Come on. Waddle's exclusively a tool. He's a tool this game. They're not going to put him out there. He's going to be, he might run, he might get thrown in the slot and they're going to say, all right, you're, well, here's what's going to happen. You're going to, you're going to run a wheel route and you're just going to run as fast as you can. Yep. He's going to clear somebody out for some other receiver. He's, he's not going to be a target. Yeah. yeah. He's going to distract the defense. That, if you're smart and you're Waddle, you do not play the game legitimately. Yeah. Well, now, if he's just wide fucking open, you definitely throw him the ball. Oh, yeah. But also, he just wants a ring. And he does not get a ring if he's not active. So. True. 
Yep. Uh, shout out to Devonte for winning the Heisman and Sark getting that job. Yeah, I think Sark earned it, dude. Just stay away from the booze, you know. Yeah, stay away <laughs> from the booze and the bills. That's the truth, dude. Get get away from those, man, and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I still don't agree with Matt, Devontae getting in. I think Matt Jones should have won it. Really? Whatever. Dude, if Bryce is their quarterback, Devontae Smith does not win the Heisman. I mean, yeah, but Devontae, you watch it in that Notre Dame game. Mac Jones just throws a quick screen, and he takes it 20, 30 yards for a touchdown when he should never have scored. I'm not saying, first off, I'm not saying that Devontae Smith isn't an absolute unit. Okay? I'm not. Right. But you got to have somebody to get you the ball downfield. And let's not pretend like all the touchdowns have been bubble routes. Oh no, they've been you know deep downfield for the most they've part. They've been deep. They've been deep digs late. They've been deep balls, deep posts, and that's his. That's his bread and butter. His bread and butter is not the screen, though. It's no. just uh, Mac Jones make, can make the pass. He can throw the ball. At the very least, he can get it in the circle. He can get it near him. I don't know if Bryce can do that, dude. Every time Bryce comes in, even with the starters, their offense comes to a screeching halt. Yeah. they. Uh, I mean, that's why I'm interested to see what happens with them next year. He'll he'll be a Heisman candidate watch. That's a bold you statement without having a new offensive coordinator. You know how they do, bro. They I just know. reload. Dude. I know. I know. They just reload. That's just what they do over there. Oh, I know. I'm well aware, man. What they do over there you- is ridiculous. What do you got on Auburn hiring the OC at South Carolina and the O-line coach? Oh, uh, it's, it's a good hire. Um, I think Bobo can – he's an actually good QB coach too because he played the position. Um, he should be able to help Bo Nix, and hopefully he just doesn't run tank into the ground. That's the only thing you got to hope. That's the only way Auburn's going to win. Yeah. I, I like I like Boise's offense, though. It looks cool. You got some under center. You got some pistol. You got some – you got some cool offset with the fullback or the H-back, whatever you want to call it, um, right off the guard. I mean, it's, there's, they've got some unique packages for sure. Yeah, but that's Boise. You need to look more at what South Carolina did. That's a fair point. But also, Harson is the – he's an offensive coach. Oh, is so, he? I mean, okay. Yeah, he was the OC. He was the OC for a while before he got hired. At Boise. He was the OC. I don't know. No, I think he was quarterback's coach at, uh, at Texas with Mac Jones or Mac whatever. Mac Brown. Mac Brown, Mac Brown, um, but uh, that was his offense, boys, hundred percent. Gotcha. Did not know that. Honestly, I didn't really know much about the guy when he got hired in the first place. But he did hire Derek Mason, which that's a great hire for a defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, they they for sure hired him. Yeah, that happened. All that happened today. <clears throat> that's the thing. Like people were shitting on Derek Mason because of what he did at Bandy. But I want to see 10, whatever, how many years, 15 years ago, I want to see Saban go from the Dolphins to Vandy and build them into the empire that Alabama is. You can't can't do do it. it. You can't. You can't do it. They're terrible. They're awful. They're not in a prime location in terms of academic, like, eligibility versus, uh, like, campus feel. Right. Like, it's just – that's one of the hardest jobs in the sport. It's like coaching an Ivy League. Yep. It's just not it, bro. I don't – I don't hate the hire either. Derek Mason's a great defense coordinator, apparently. Oh, he's, so, uh, he's a good one. So I'm, I'm, I am excited about that. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, what I am is intrigued. This is the best. This is the most excited I've been about Auburn football in ten years. <laughs> since since uh, 2013. Since 2010. To hell with the 13 miracle season. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Auburn Give dominated me back. 2010. Yeah, we need the Cam year was the only exciting year I was ever a part of. It's true. That's very true. What do you think of Urban potentially going to the Jags? Just I, I don't like that guy. I don't either. I don't think he's going to be good. I don't, I don't. I'm sure he'll do fine, but just me in general, I don't like the guy. Yeah. You just leave for you leave for a hard condition from Florida, go to Ohio State, then quit Ohio State. I, it's just. Well, he kind of got uh, forced out of Ohio State. He should have. I mean, yeah. Zach Smith didn't help his case there. That's true. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yep. 
but I don't know. It's just, I'm sure he'll be a winner, bro. The guy wins everywhere he goes. I don't know. And he's going to have T-Law, so he's going to have Trevor. Yeah, dude, he will have Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Did he ever play against Trevor Lawrence? Was that day? Mm, day. Interesting. Yeah, that was day. I know he's the last team, or he's the last one besides LSU to really beat Alabama with a third string quarterback. Cardell. And then you guys, of course, Auburn always gives them, yeah, a, gave them a run for their money. Those, you can't even count those losses, though, because that's the Iron Bowl and literally anything can happen. Anybody besides Auburn that beats Alabama has been really impressive. True. <laughs> that's funny. It's just not impressive when Auburn does it. It isn't because they do that. They'll, they'll go six and six all year and beat Alabama. That's number one in the country. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Mac Jones no, does a. Not. Throws a ball off, what's his name, Najee's back for a pick six. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, it's just, that's the awesome dude. Auburn just, Auburn's going Auburn. Yep. No that's doubt. the bottom line. Why, well, dude, I got to go. Um, I got to continue to do what I was going to do, what I was doing. Um, yep. Guys, I will be back next week at a regular hour. This week's been crazy for me. I literally, it's been hard for me to stay on my regimen because of, this whole week and what I've been having to do. And then Saturday I'm going to record my fourth song, which I'm excited about. And then, uh, but after that, I think the majority of what I've been doing now will be done. So, uh, we'll be back on a regular schedule. Hell yeah, we will. Thanks, bud. Thanks for letting me call you and getting your picks in. We'll, I'll text you obviously. Yeah. Just shoot me a text if you need me. And Hey, thank you guys for hanging out. Like great subscriber review guys. Let's get it. All right. See you, bud. All right, brother. Peace. That was Cameron, guys. Thanks for hanging out. As he just said, subscribe, rate, review. Um, great week. Great week. Uh, it's first week is always hard. It's always, you know, getting back in your regiment, coming out of uh, vacation mode and getting back into the swing of things. So let's uh, let's have a good one. Re- recharge this weekend. Enjoy some football. Um, we'll come back next week and we'll we we will recap it. And then <laughs> We will just talk freaking NFL and start bullshitting again because we're running out of sports. I know some of y'all are excited for that. Um, But, yeah, guys, this year is going to be a good one. We're going to get some guests this year, hopefully some bigger names, some that you guys know. Um, It's going to be a good one. Thanks for hanging out. Um, We're going to send you out with one of my personally favorite – one of my personally – it's one of my favorite songs right now. Um, It's just quite – Quite simply hilarious. Um, it's called Dick Down in Dallas, and it's great. So thanks, guys. Subscribe, rate, review. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Um, thanks for hanging out. Just have a great fucking weekend and keep this thing rolling. <laughs>